This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, April 26th, 2015. Going viral, keeping it real. Given by Disciple Member Mike Osman. Good morning, Connection Community Church. Who are you? That's the question today, and we'll be looking into the Word of God to find out who God has made each one of us to be better faith sharers in the world today. My name is Mike Osman, that's who I am, and I am a sinner who has been saved by the grace of God. Won't you pray with me? Father, we thank you for this day, this opportunity to come together and praise and worship you, to fellowship with each other. Lord, as we look into your word, we ask that you would Show us who we are. Show us the style that you've given to each one of us, how you've created each one of us to be a certain way so that we can reach certain people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. So going viral, the name of our series, going out into the world, sharing the message of hope and faith and love in Jesus Christ, um, that started a couple weeks ago. What, uh, what we first started in the, in the very first session was we looked at the Great Commission in Matthew 28, right? And that, that Great Commission Jesus shared with his disciples, and he said to go into all the world and make disciples of all people. And the reason that we're sent to everyone is because God cares about everyone, right? God is caring for everyone. Last week, we discussed building relationships to more effectively reach people with the good news of Christ. Remember that we were encouraged to make a friend, be a friend, and bring a friend to Christ. This week we're going to look at who God has made each one of us and the personal styles that God uses to reach others through us. As you saw in the opening video, it's not really good to try to be someone you're not, right? See? 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 <laughs> so that's really not what God had in mind uh, when he made each one of us. Um, like Paul the Apostle, it's important to be yourself and to keep it real when you're sharing Christ with others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, verse 10, the first part of that verse, Paul says this, By the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. Sometimes we don't see ourselves as someone who God can use to bring others to Christ. But let me assure you, God has taken personal care to make each one of us someone that he wants to use in faith sharing. So like Paul, there may be a time when you think of, of yourself in a way that Oh, I'm not so sure. Well, Paul had to accept who he was. Paul did accept who he was. He said, by the grace of God, I am who I am. But he also said this grace wasn't in vain. This grace was not in vain. In your lives, the personal style that God has put in you, the, the creation that you are, is for a reason. And you may look around and see others Doing, uh, doing it this way or that way. And you, when I w watch the worship team, there, there are days when I think, boy, I wish I could play the guitar, right? You know, and really 
get that on. But that's not my style. That's not who God made me. So I, by the grace of God, accept who I am. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So today we're going to look at some different styles of evangelizing. Evangelizing or evangelism is a church word. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe not. It basically means sharing our faith, faith sharing. We're going to look at different styles of, of faith sharing to see who and how God has made each one of us to be his witnesses. These styles come from uh, Pastor Bill Hybels of Willow Creek Church um, in um, these styles will look at a couple of things. Each style has some traits that are predominant, and there are some cautions with with each of these styles. So let's get started and look at the first style, which is the confrontational style of sharing. So the confrontational style, the traits of someone with this style is someone who is confident and bold. They're usually very direct in their sharing. And someone with this style has strong convictions and opinions. A couple of people that might have this style that you're familiar with, the Apostle Paul was this way. Billy Graham had this style. Very uh, confident and bold and direct with sharing uh, through the confrontational style. But cautions for someone with this style would be that they should avoid being judgmental. And they should be careful not to lay guilt trips on people. That can be a challenge at times. Uh, They should also be sensitive and tactful, as tactful as possible, and to allow the Holy Spirit to restrain them from coming on too strong in every situation. Because not every situation is right for that style of sharing. But it is uh, an effective, God-given style. Think of Billy Graham. Think of the amount of people he reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ using predominantly this style. Then the next style is the intellectual style. Are there some cerebral people in our midst this morning? Maybe not this early yet, right? After the second cup of coffee. Uh, The intellectual style, traits here are someone who is analytical, they're logical, they're inquisitive. They're usually more concerned with what people think than how people feel. And so with this style, the cautions there are that they should avoid becoming argumentative over academic points and evidence, which are mainly to just clear the way to the central gospel message. Um, I know a lot about, you know, details of the Bible. I studied the scriptures a lot. So I know all these different points and Boy, I could argue a point with you if you wanted, right? And, and the challenge is sometimes when sharing faith, we might get caught up in that, you know, hung up on the points that someone we're trying to share Christ with and, and get argumentative about that. And that's really not the purpose for the, the points or the historical discoveries, archaeological discoveries that confirm the teachings of the scriptures. The point is to bring the message to Christ. And so uh, this is the intellectual style, and someone um, who has this style will need to be careful of those kinds of things. The third style we want to look at is testimonial style. Now, the traits here are someone who is a clear communicator, and they're vulnerable about their personal life's ups and downs. They may share things that if the same thing happened in your life, you wouldn't be open to sharing that. 
But this style, the person will share their personal stories in a way to help bring people to Christ. Uh, they're usually good listeners, and they're often overwhelmed by how God has reached them in their own life. It can be a little emotional at times. It's very sensitive to the presence of God and very grateful to God. Cautions for these people are that these people need to be sure that they relate their God experiences to the life of the listener. They, they should not stop just by telling their story, but they should challenge the listener to consider how what they heard might apply in their own life. And that's an important point, always remembering to apply the God moments in our lives through this style to help others connect with God. Then there's the interpersonal style. And traits of someone with this is someone who is usually conversational. Talk, 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 talk. Right? They like to talk. They're always, they'll talk to anybody. You give them a tree in the woods, if they're by themselves, they'll probably have a conversation. <laughs> These people are, are talkers. And, and so they're, they've got this whole interpersonal thing going on. They're compassionate people, sensitive and friendship-oriented. Uh, that's the kind of person uh, an interpersonal style would be. Now, cautions for them is to not get so involved in building the relationship that they forget the ultimate goal of that relationship is to help bring people to know Christ as Savior. And in every relationship you have in life, you have an opportunity to help someone to know Christ as Savior. This is that interpersonal style. And then there's the invitational style of faith sharing. Someone who is hospitable, persuasive, they enjoy meeting new people, and sees outreach events as unique opportunities. Not everyone is comfortable with meeting new people. Have you ever gone to a, a, a party or with uh, your spouse to a, a Christmas party and you're like, oh my goodness, do I have to do this, you know? Um, getting dressed up is one thing, but actually being around other people you don't know, you might be a little uncomfortable, but these people love that opportunity. They want to meet people. They want to start new conversations, and, and they want to be right out there. And um, events that go on, they're always inviting people to church or to the uh, church picnic or to the free car wash or this or that. They're, they love to do that. Um, for these people, the cautions are to not let others do all the talking for them. They, they might have a tendency to invite so that someone else can share or say, um, but it's important for them um, that they also um, do some talking and also don't, uh, for them, they, they don't get discouraged if someone says no to an invitation. Um, you know, I've invited through the years, and I've invited certain people in my life that are a part of my life, not just someone I meet or an acquaintance, but uh, that I've invited for years and years and years without a single, oh, okay, I'll come. And uh, so in that kind of situation, these people need to not get discouraged because a refusal to an invitation today may be a yes to an invitation down the road somewhere. And that's uh, important to always remember. And then the final style we'll look at is a, a serving style. 
And traits of people that have a serving style, these people are usually others-centered. They're patient people, generally patient. They see needs and find joys in meeting them. And they show love through action more than through words. So a lot of us will see a need, right? You see someone who has a need or, you know, in the church or in your family or just anywhere you are. But these people, when they see a need, they jump into action. They go, you know, and they find joy in meeting that need. They, they, it's really something they love to do. My wife, Maria, is uh, uh, of a serving style, and I know some others who just, that's the way they are. They want to serve. Uh, cautions for these people are that they need to remember uh, that actions are not a substitute for words. Actions are living out our faith but our words are proclaiming our faith. And people need to hear why we do the things that we do, that it's because of Christ. And so that's one of the cautions uh, for these people. Another is that they don't underestimate the value of their service. So if you've ever served in, in any capacity, sometimes you might feel like, I don't know if I was appreciated, what I did, I don't know how much they realize I gave up to be here? Um, am I being overlooked? Am I being taken for granted? Um, oftentimes, like I've heard in some of my own experiences, after serving, I didn't hear anything. But then someone came up to me weeks later, maybe, and said, hey, Mike, you know, I just want to thank you. When this was going on and you did this, it just really was very helpful. And it was like, oh, okay. But in that time, I could have gotten discouraged if using a serving style of witnessing, if I, if I underestimated the value of that service. Remember that we are serving Christ when we serve others. And so there is a divine purpose for that service. And one of the things that's really a caution for these people is they need to be realistic about how much they can do without depriving themselves or their family of needed care and attention. Uh, someone who serves and serves and serves and serves can often get tired and weary and run down um, emotionally, physically, spiritually. So they need to be careful, you know, to find that balance. So as we went through these six different styles, confrontational, intellectual, testimonial, interpersonal, invitational, and serving style. Did one stand out to you? Was there a specific style that in the traits, um, or even in the cautions, when you heard it, you thought, that sounds a little bit like me. Well, maybe there are even a couple of styles. You're not really sure which one you are, but there's a couple of predominant things. For me, I'm, a, I'm kind of a combination of two. Um, the testimonial style, yeah, I really relate to that, and the interpersonal style, I can relate to that. Now, I've used some other styles, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Even with a strong personal style, who God made you by his grace, um, you may find opportunities to use some of the other styles and going viral with your faith. So it's important to remember this also that the God will use each one of us as part of leading someone to Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, 
The Bible says this about different people and styles being used by God to increase the kingdom of God. So the Apostle Paul is writing this, and he says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So Paul, in his style, Paul generally has a confrontational style, very bold, very direct, kind of, you know, right out there, um, strong opinions about the faith. Um, so Paul would plant seed, and then Apollos, this other gentleman, would, he would water these seeds. He came along, and he was a part of also sharing in a way that helped bring the increase that God wanted in the kingdom of God. Two different people with different styles, but both contributing to individuals who would eventually come into the kingdom of God. And so if your style isn't up here, you know, jamming on the guitar or playing the drums, you know, um, but you have some other style, if it's not intellectual, but it's interpersonal, um, and you look at others and say, wow, look at, look at how they do this. I, I, I admire that. And it's great to admire that because it's God-given, and, and that's fine. But remember the style that God made you. Or if you're just learning about it, just getting in touch with it, pursue that style. And we'll, we'll pray about that later on. So uh, Paul, you know, he plants, Apollos waters, God brings the increase. So we see, like in our own lives, each one has a part in inviting someone to a relationship with Christ. Let's take a look at a video now that will show how that works with some of the people that are a part of Connection Community Church. I went to a meeting, like I usually do. Been going there for a month. Um, every day, or every week, the same time, same place. And um, God had a different plan for me this day. It was during Lent, and I have a little pin that I wear. It's a, a nail pin with a little purple ribbon on it. And I had that on my lapel that morning. And that showed me what God's plan was for me that day. And I was hunting for something that would fill me spiritually. And I hadn't made that connection just yet, and I was feeling a little isolated. And I attended a meeting and Barb was sitting next to me and I kind of gravitated toward Barb because I knew she lived in the same community that I did. And she had a nail pin on and I instantly knew what that meant. So I decided to have a conversation with her and I said, Barb, what's that nail mean to you? And after she explained it, I said, where do you go to church? She explained where she goes to church and then she said, it's a little bit different. Uh, I decided to check it out and I did come and I just loved the vibrancy, the fact that it was so alive, that the music just spoke to me. And I loved the praise and then the message, the sermon that Alan and Carrie put together. Um, touched my heart and it gave me things to think about. I found my home and I've just had such joy being a part of Connection Community Church over the last 11 years. When you have something good that you're really enjoying, you want to share it with others. And uh, from that standpoint, that's always been a challenge for me to really go out and reach out to other people. But uh, I knew that Joy and John had moved into the community. We had a block party and uh, I was asking them about where they were going to church and found out at that time that they were going through the same process that I had gone through when I first moved in. So I invited 
Joy and John to come to church with me. And I can just tell you that the first day they came to church and I saw them there was just such a thrill for me and such a joy. I just connected with her right away and I, I felt the love of God in her. And I saw somebody who, you know, lives their life every minute of the day with what they believe. So I, we had been Baptist and lived in Newark and uh, so I, I asked her where she went and so she told me and we went and I loved the music and uh, I, we loved the preaching and uh, we've been going ever since and we really appreciate her sharing that with us. So pretty simple, right? right? Barb invites Penny, Penny invites Joy. Now they were all here at the 8.30 service. You guys missed your opportunity to get their autographs. Um, <laughs> come earlier next week and you can maybe do it then. This, this is just style. They, they both invited and connected someone, not to our church, but with Jesus and the life he offers. And that's the important thing about each of our styles. It's connecting people to Christ and the life that he offers. So the question today is this. Who are you? And who is God calling you to reach out to with the good news? What is your style? In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said this to his disciples. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And this is important for us to keep in mind. Just because we may have a strong witnessing style, God may place us somewhere or place someone in our lives uh, that will call for us to be flexible and to depend on God so that we can be uh, witnesses in a, in a different style to help bring someone to Christ. When, the, when this commission was given, when, uh, well, this isn't the Great Commission, but when this promise of the, of the Holy Spirit was given to the original disciples, and this was more than just the original 12, they were from this area. They, Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. After Christ ascended, the Holy Spirit was given. And they were used to Jerusalem. They were used to these people, this culture, this language. But he, he promised them, you're going to go beyond this. You're going to go to all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You're going to be in places that you're unfamiliar with at times, around people you don't know. But I'm still calling you to be my witnesses in those places and with those people. And that's where most of us, out of our own personal styles, might get a little uncomfortable with sharing Christ. But we're all called to do this same thing. Um, the Apostle Paul is one of the best examples of someone who depended on the power of the Holy Spirit to help him witness to others, even if he didn't witness in his strongest personal style. Let's listen to what Paul shares about his own witnessing experience. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and Paul writes here, for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. 
And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews, that those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, not being without the law toward Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To, to the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be partaker of it with you. Think about that. Paul was a very um, confrontational style of witness for Christ. Billy Graham was as well. But if someone in, in their life came who was very fragile at a weak point, their life was just, you know, in shambles, if they had come on strong and just had that real direct and, and to the point kind of message then, it might have been a real challenge for that person to experience Christ. That might have been enough to really push them even further. You know, uh, we are in the church, people of faith, we, we come together and we fellowship with one another, but we live out in the world. And those who are without the law, right? The world is basically without the law. People who do what they want, when they want, because it feels good. Just go ahead and do it. They're, you know, the world is kind of a lawless place in terms of the laws of God, the morality of God. Uh, we live out there. Um, and so Paul said, hey, I'm out there. Jesus himself was persecuted by people, religious people, because he spent a lot of time with those who were without the law. He was in their homes. He had meals with them. And he got persecuted for being with, the, with these lawless people. And yet, this is a place where God will send us at times so that we can be a light in that place of darkness to these people. So, uh, this week, I want you to do this. I want you to pray and ask God who you are. That's the question, right? Who are you? That song choice was my choice. That, of the videos, that's the only thing that was my choice. A, a, a great song from many years ago. Still great in my mind. Who are you, right? Ask God who you are and what style of faith sharing is strongest in your life. If you're like me, you may have a combination of styles. And that's okay. That's the way God wants to, to use you. Ask God to help you be yourself and to keep it real when you share Christ with others. And then remember your Fran network. The Fran network, if uh, you're new here, Fran is an acronym that stands for friends, relatives, acquaintances, and neighbors. People that you see all the time or regular or once in a while. Think of those people that you might be able to reach out to uh, in the style and in the way that God made you. And always remember this, that the reason we do this is because God cares for everyone. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. It is the day that you've made. And uh, as we are um, aware of who we are in you and how you've made us, as we are becoming more aware of our style and the purpose that we do reach out. Help us, Lord, not to be like the guy in the video. Uh, we don't want to be that guy, Lord, but uh, help us to be the man or the woman that you've called us to be, to be ourselves, to know our strengths, and to use them as you lead us.
Help us also, Lord, to depend on you when those times come where we'll be in a place or with someone that we may not be uh, feeling so comfortable with. Help us to know that even then, Lord, it is uh, your will that we would go viral with our faith so that they could come to know Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.